And I've always said that poor people, we run the world. Poor people, yeah, we do. Because we build everything, we do all the labor. Rich people move away, and you can have you can have Donald Trump living next door to, and I'm not saying Donald Trump's a racist. You have Donald Trump living next door to Michael Jordan, and he won't give a shit that he lives next door to a black guy because rich people don't give a shit. Because guess what? Michael Jordan don't want me living next door to him, <laughs> and neither does Donald Trump because I ain't got enough money. They want to stay awake till two in the morning, motherfucker. Yeah. So to me, I've always thought that people with money use racism as a way to keep poor people fighting. Well, they use a lot of isms. It ain't just racism. It's whatever, a lot of those oh, things. Oh, for just, sure. It's all, anything that would keep people divisive, they throw those things out there and keep Religion, them distracted. anything. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Like I've always said, what's the difference between the hood and the trailer park? What's the difference between the projects and the trailer park? None. N- nothing. The color of the people that live in, other than that, they all eat fried bologna. They all eat <laughs> cornbread. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, shit, we all shoot at your ass if you come through with acting like you're not supposed to act. Same, bro. We all probably got a shoebox of money for bun <laughs> under the bed. I mean, I'm just saying, like, what's the difference? But the the, the powers that be keep those people fighting. Yeah. I've never they have to. Why? Because, bro, imagine this. I want you to imagine this. And if anybody takes this fucking idea after this, you're a hoe. If anybody watching, <laughs> if anybody takes this idea, you're a hoe. Imagine a music video, okay, where the song is about pride, the word pride, just pride. That's it. What if you've seen a music video where a white dude was rapping about his pride and what he's prideful for? In, in a drop-top 6'4", right? Somebody driving, backseat dumped with people, but you got the white country dudes holding rebel flags, right? and you got the black dudes holding black pride flags, sitting in the same car rapping about their version of what pride is and how their pride is stronger together than it is fighting against each other. Mm. That will get canceled that will get taken off. Uh, they're both culture vultures, this, that, and the other. Right. You know what? Hey, if we all blend in and one group, nobody looks like each other, how do you know where that group is at? You don't. And most of us are fighting for the same cause. They just use the colorism to divide. Most, yeah. most men, most middle-class men, we want to work, take care of our kids, Make them have a fucking better life than we had. You know, maybe get some good alcohol, a good <laughs> piece of ass, you know, a nice haircut, a nice... Clap them cheeks and get some Tennessee fire, good. Yeah, yeah, like, bro, most... You would be surprised. That's most... Like, like where I'm from, man, most guys where I come from, man, they live to get their paycheck on Friday, pay their bills, go get their car washed, maybe get a haircut. A white tea and a 12-pack and start that shit all over again money. Yeah, and, and barely got enough money for lunch all the days of the week the next week. Yeah. You know, they know about Roman noodles. They know about potted meats. I mean, mm-hmm. but again, somehow or another, people tell us who to like and who to hate. It's these. Yeah. This yeah. is a new newspaper, bro. 
this this is what it is. I mean, bro, look at something simple as like, you know, that little girl missing, the summer whales chick, right? The little girl who's gone missing. You can't even find out real information because there's motherfuckers on here saying, oh, I did a card reading and I'm inside the spirit of, of the little girl. And I know it's like, man, shut the fuck up. You don't know. Like you talking outside of your neck. Same way with everything else, brother. How do you find real information if, if so many people are just spewing out dumb shit? So we're talking a little, I want to ask you about a social media thing. And if you don't want to talk about it, you can just say next question. Okay. Yeah. So you're in line at Popeye's Chicken. Okay. And you're placing your order. Mm-hmm. And you ask about a gentleman that's working there. Mm-hmm. That's on the registry. Fuck that dude. <laughs> <laughs> what made church do that? Man, they got a kid's meal on that mug. <laughs> how, how you gonna have a fucking dude who's fucked with kids and messed with kids? Working inside a place that's got a goddamn kids' meal. Motherfucker, you got to go, or I'm gonna harass your ass every day. How did you find out he worked there? Bro, I was getting these glasses on my face. So across the street, uh, can y'all hear me good? Am I yelling? I'm dead. No, no, you good. (laughs) I'll be yelling because I fucking always have headphones on. I'm getting glasses, and this the dude walks outside, and I noticed this motherfucker done had a camper out there for a couple days. And a station wagon full of trash, bro. Like, stacked up to the motherfucking dashboard, right? This lady, she said, oh, my God. She said, that guy still works there? I said, what's up with him? She's like, well, yesterday, he dumped a two-liter of piss out in the parking lot. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? Like, right where the drive through is where motherfuckers is getting food. And I'm like, yo, that's nasty, because I'm a neat freak, bro. I'm a neat freak. So I'm thinking about this guy dumping piss and I'm thinking about me ordering mashed potatoes. I was like, yo, did this guy go out there and splash some urine on his fucking potatoes? Like, what the fuck? Well, then she was like, yeah, and he's a weirdo. And I was like, what? I was like, what kind of weirdo? And she's like, well, he kind of he he's got charges with messing with kids and shit. I was like, well, fuck, I'm gonna drive over and harass him. So it's like, no, she's like, don't do that. Well, don't tell him I told you that. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I ain't. So I walked over there, or I went over, and I was like, hey, is that fucking child molester still working here, this, that, and the other? And uh, they got so much shit from it. Bro, people in my town for like a whole two weeks was driving around the fucking drive-thru just to click the button to be like, hey, is that rapist still work there? <laughs> child molester still work there? Until they got rid of him. But, bro, people got to stand up and say that shit in their own towns. Otherwise, the shit will get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Then you won't know where all of them is. Is that why Instagram? Is that why Instagram a- took your account? Fuck, probably. But you know what? Fuck them. I don't care about that dude. I don't care what happens to him either. You shouldn't be touching little kids, bro. Agree. I don't give a fuck if he gets hit by a car when he fucking leaves. I don't care. We got to stand up. Okay, next question. How does... So, church has been dissed by quite a few people... Who's tried to make records? I ain't gonna call none of the names. We it's like kids drawing stick figures to put on your fridge. Who's like, this how do you feel when people come after you, and how do you decide who you respond to? <sighs> it's fun. It's fun because they don't know how to get. Man, when when you sit in a room all the time, and you just observe, observe, and research and research certain things, like bro, I'll be reading psychology shit all the time. How do you fuck with somebody to where they lose their motherfucking mind? 
it's not by pointing out the biggest flaw. It's about pointing out the smallest one. Because the smallest one is the one that they know about that nobody else notices. So when a motherfucker comes after me saying, uh, you know, yeah, you shouldn't be in rap. Fuck you, hillbilly. Stay in country music. Gotta, gotta take your mullet back here. I'm already looking at every fucking thing you don't like about yourself. And that's, and look, I'm, there is one thing I will say about myself that I'll toot my own horn about. Nobody can beat me, bro. When it comes to putting words together and sitting down and manif- and, and, and writing something where it's your skills versus mine, I'm going to win. I don't care who it is. Because I've conditioned myself like that. I mean, you got to think it stems from my childhood. It stems from getting picked on. It stems from all that shit. So I've been building a skill set in my own fucking head on how I take on things. So that's why it doesn't matter. Literally anybody can come for me, bro. I don't give a fuck if it's the biggest rapper in the world. I'm going to embarrass them because I'll make somebody laugh about something about you. We, we actually owe your bullies um, a, a round of applause because they helped pave the way for you and your lyrics and your comedic uh, background. So so mm-hmm. thank you, bullies. Appreciate y'all. Yeah, appreciate y'all, you motherfuckers. <laughs> I, 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 and this is what I don't like, and it's not just church. I'm, I'm a big battle rap fan, and anytime a... Berserk's my favorite. Zerk? Berserk's my favorite. You like You like him? Mm-hmm. Anytime in battle rap, there's a white rapper, every black rapper plays the race card. And I hate the fact that anyone African-American that this is church, the first thing they want to say is he's racist. And I'm mm. like, where do y'all not know the definition? Like, I don't, I don't, like, how do you combat that knowing that, okay, if, if this black guy this is me, he's going to say I'm racist. Yeah. You told my, you told my screw face. I didn't want to give nobody no pub. <laughs> True face. Hope you're doing better, bro. <laughs> like, like, but how do you how do you combat that? Do you even feel like <laughs> it's necessary to prove that you're not? No, it's not necessary because my actions don't align with what they're saying. But it's good to take up for yourself anyway for anyone that don't know. You know, like. Like I said before, with people watching certain shit, like they could be watching him the whole time and then see something of me and make an assumption. Or I could stand up and be like, no, I'm motherfucker. And here's why. And they'd be like, oh, well, and then and then it's a conversation. You see. Okay. the better things. I know I've personally defended church and I don't even know. I mean, this is the first time having a conversation with you, but I've seen a couple of reactors that were black and then immediately that it went off on the flag and I immediately DM them and mm-hmm. asked them for a personal conversation to speak from one black man to another. But I think that, and most of us, and I'm speaking for black people, we come from a, a an immediate knee jerk emotional reaction when we see that flag, mm-hmm. you know, and then after that, after we're calm, then we can think logically, but that flag just sparks, it just sparks so much rage that we are not logically thinking. And for you to talk, I, I'm, I don't mind sitting down and having a conversation with anybody about it, but even us, we've had issues when we saw it in a couple of videos that we were reviewing, as a matter of fact, Rick, but you know, after we saw things like that, we had to sit down and be like, okay, this, the, they're not coming at it from a racist angle. They're just coming at it from a heritage angle. 
Mm -hmm. Um, But at the same time, I think some of those people don't respect the views of the Black people that actually see it as being racist and not them pulling back their emotions. Like, I'm not saying you got to give them a pass. I'm saying that that thing will spark this and that person. And I'm sure there's things over there that will be on the opposite side of it. But the, the, the Black people that do see it, and I'm and again, I'm, like I said, I'm speaking for Black people. It's a knee-jerk reaction, and I don't think anybody should take that as a as a serious uh, rebuttal for what is being done or what is being exhibited. Like, just understand, you got to read the room, and that's my favorite phrase. Um, when when we see that, expect that, expect yeah. negative emotions. Go ahead, Vic. But I also like the way that church explains it because Lil John. Pastor Troy. Oh, there's been quite a few. And that, that again, um, that's David, I, I, David Banner when he was in the group Cricket Letters. And there I, I, I of, brought there that up. Artists, black artists from the South who had rebel flags on their covers. So I'm like, y'all tripping. Now, well, see, here's the thing, you know, and I'm saying this in front of church. Church can't come to his defense because they still see flag and white dude. We have to come to his defense. And I'm talking about me and you, as in the two black people that are over here that can at least speak for the genre, we can say, hey, pause, fam. Like, this ain't about that. He ain't about that life. You know, and, and this is why he's not about that life. And then you can give him the example, and then they'll understand, like, he's not coming at it from that angle. And I can't speak for everybody over here in this genre, but right. I can definitely speak from the words that the church had said, and he came out of his mouth, and he gave examples of how he felt. Like, I, I understood all of that. Again, this is why I said, if you were on a different soapbox, then you would be the target. But because you're not, and you're actually trying to unify people, I think that's probably even scarier to the entire genre than it is you being on a soapbox. Those people that are on soapboxes, they're only going to get so far. But you're trying yeah. to bring people together. You're trying to bring the old and the new. You're trying to bring in the, the people that are from the hood and from the trailer park. Like, we're all country. You know, yeah. that's, that's, that is, that's, that's the vision that you were trying to, trying to put out there. But they don't get that. They want to be combative you right. know but you see somebody like you could take up for that because of a prior um a prior uh i say it a good conversation right you right, see right, so right. i see i see both of y'all's thing but like um like riding dirty said um yeah you see luda you see luda wearing pants with it on there right and you see right. this that, and another but they're from the South. Right. Can't imagine 50 Cent rocking that shit. You feel me? <laughs> right, right, so right. It, it's, it's an area thing, too. Not a, It's broken down into pieces. And like you, but like you said, um, you have to be willing to... First off, you can't be scared. You right. know, you can't right. be scared. and Because a lot of motherfuckers that, you know, held the rebel flag and used it to get views and shit, a lot of the motherfuckers bounced on that shit and was like, man, fuck this shit. You know what I mean? Right. So, one, what, what kind of person does that say they are? Somebody who's going to drop anything or may, may drop something when, when shit gets too hot. Right. There has to be a rapper that don't drop it when shit gets too hot, but holds it close and says, yo, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hear me out. Then there's the conversation. Then that's when motherfuckers link up. Mm-hmm. And, see, I want to be... I want to be the, the white country rural area rapper that is mega respected, that can stand up 
beside a hood black rapper and be like, hey, motherfucker, leave him alone. Because when people see that, they're like, oh, shit. Vice right. versa. Vice right, versa. Right, right, right. right like, look right. at me and Lil Boosie, bro. Me, me, me and him are from two different walks of life. We're both from the South. Right. We both have similar style. So when motherfuckers was all my shit like that one fucking dude, the fucking cowboy dude, he's like, did you know that Boosie was in court for murder? It's like, no shit, dummy. Yo ass don't listen to hip hop. So <laughs> you don't know nothing about that. I mean, bro, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I think I've always said, and I've been, man, I've been in hip, hip hop since the hip hop hibbity. That's how long I've been down with Salt and pepper. <laughs> but, I, but, but I've always said that if Jesus came back to lead the people to the promised land, he will come back as a rapper. Because I've said Ooh. that there's nothing that captivates the minds of people more than hip hop. Right. Facts. So if, if Jesus came back, fuck being a prophet. He could be a rapper because be he could really unify people. And like I tell people a lot to like me, I've always rocked with country rap. My love for hip hop was always independent. So mm. when I started Same. in country rap, it was independent. So I'm like, I got to rock with these guys. So as I built my platform of playing independent music, I would throw in Code Ford. But to me, the independents, or the masses of people, kind of like we talk about the poor people, those mm. are the independents and those are the people who really change and unify. So I agree with Spain when he say like, you would be someone that they would definitely view as a major threat because you have the potential to it's bring the potential, the potential yes. to bring those people who come from the struggle mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. stand up in attention and lead them the right way. Like you know mm -hmm. what you you talk about like you've never been on a major label. It's, it's the right. hold on Vic, before you go on it. It's the potential that scares them. Yes, it's it, it's because he doesn't he he hasn't gone on a tangent that has been contrary to programming whatever they're putting out there. Let's say he wanted to be racist just for a day, you know, just just for shits and giggles. That would that would scare. I wouldn't even believe him. Well, I'm saying this. Just I'm just throwing it out there. But if he wanted to be racist for a day, that would be a problem for a lot of people because your talk box is so high. Like you have this amount of influence that is so far up there that you could steer people away from what they want them to be talking about. And that right there is the biggest issue with church. Like mm -hmm. it, it isn't. It isn't even about the rhyme flow or anything. It is your potential and your influence. Your influence. I don't, I don't think you understand your influence. Your influence is so great. Like you are on par with some of the A-listers in hip-hop. Like you're past you. Boosie. You are past Boosie in influence, but because of the audience that sees you and mm -hmm. that audience, they, they, they can relate to you. And there's more of those people that can relate to you that then can relate to Boosie. And that yeah. right there scares the shit out of most people in the industry. At at some point, they should have just bought you out and brought you over to the mainstream and give gave you whatever check. I don't know what I know they, they tried. tried. I know they have to try because they know your influence. I'm looking at it from a music industry perspective, and I would be glad to give you like 50 million just to bring you over here for your influence. Mm -hmm. Just because I know that you are you're gonna make the money back within a couple of years, but I need him and his influence because this dude is dangerous. This dude can sell 
billions of records. He just didn't have that 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 vehicle behind him. And we got the vehicle over here being the, uh, the music industry machine. But you mm-hmm. are you're you're dangerous, bro. And I don't I don't I don't want you I don't want you to be a martyr for sure. But I, I want you to keep making music, put that shit out. As What's much a martyr? I don't want you to die. Who dies for the cause? I don't want you to die oh. for the cause. No, sir. I don't. I want you to keep living, keep making that music, keep being the rebel that you are, and keep bringing these people together. But I, I mean, I'm. I don't want you to get on a talk box, though. I just want you to stay on that rebel call, rebel with a cause thing. Because if the moment you get on a talk box, now you're going to be more dis- more focused on that and distracted from unification and preaching the church that you are like i think we, when we release this episode we're going to call it revival week because we're going to be dealing with church you know because i and i want people to understand like you, you this this isn't a regular guy like you are the leader for an entire generation an entire genre like we've never had the opportunity to be in the room with somebody of your stature and i don't i swear to god i don't think you understand how big you are Hold you up. are you are you are up there bro you know, are you, weed man. with Tupac, though. Now, hold up. Now, I smoke weed with Tupac. No. <laughs> you smoke weed with Tupac? Yes. Bro, that's badass. And Freaknik. And Freaknik. Bro, we're, we're interviewing church. We're interviewing the, the country rap Tupac. Man, fuck church. That shit's tight, bro. I want to hear about that. <laughs> I smoke the blunt with Tupac and Method Man. Freaknik oh, 94. Freaknik. Bro, did y'all smoke the whole thing? There was so many of us. I mean, I probably had canker sores and everything out. I don't give a damn. <laughs> hey, man. Um, I've been around a long time. I have to ask, Church, because, man, we'll be talking ask all me night. anything. All right. Bro, we can talk as long as you want, bro. I'm open. Well, hold on, hold on. You said ask you anything? Yeah. Okay, well, shit, hold on. Oh, he don't win in the notebook. Church. Mm. Okay, you know, I don't want to give nobody no clout, be calling nobody names out. But church, what, what my guy, I love you, dog. I love you, dog. What, what's up with your love life, bro? Like, what, what you what, mean? Like, you, why, why, I've been with the same girl for a year. I know, but prior to that, and that's and what happens. Congratulations. What happens. Like, but you be going through these situations that play out online. Why? Because when you got money and cool shit. And, my, and people can date you and think they can get a check. That's what they gonna do. <laughs> Especially when they lazy as fuck. Does it bother you? Fuck no. It's real life. Motherfuckers go to court every day. I ain't nobody special. Shit, I ain't perfect. It doesn't bother you at all. No. Do, is church the Marian type? Oh yeah. You can see yourself as a husband. Yeah, as a as a father, that'll be when he falls off because he'll he'll probably retire or something for like five years. No, and I tell you why, because I tell him all the same thing. Music stands right beside you. You ain't in front of it. You ain't behind it. You right beside it. So if you if you I, I'm, at the end of the day, I'm married to the motherfucking game. It's what I love. It's what my whole life is engulfed in. And the, the chick I'm, the chick I'm with now. I used to sneak to her motherfucking house when her mama went to sleep and I'd, I'd sneak in her house. 
I'd drive her around in my truck that was cross tagged with no license and no registration and no insurance. Damn, y'all ride dirty. Oh, ride bro. Dirty. Oh, bro. <laughs> bro, hey, she is the she's the best. Every rapper needs a woman that because you see these rappers and shit, they be getting and uh, I've been guilty of it too. Get with people who are like me, 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 me. I, I want to be in this Instagram picture. Or why didn't you tag me? How come you haven't posted me? Why you stay in the studio so late? You got to get somebody going to do all that shit. Agreed. You need somebody going to cook you some eggs and bacon. Going to be naked when you get home. And have the towel out and expect you to do things as well. Like, right. you right. know, fucking help clean the dishes sometimes. Fucking sweep the driveway. Do the outside shit. Take the trash out. It's a mutual respect. So I respect her for being who she is. And she respects me for who I am. So... Now I'm just frozen in time is, is what I am right now. I get to be this forever. So Dope. one day we'll be hearing from Papa Church. <laughs> That'll be cool though, Papa Church. That's a, that's that's an album name, Papa Church. <laughs> oh damn, I'm the people's champ. I'm gonna be old as fuck. I'm gonna be on oxygen, have COPD. I'm be like new album coming soon. <laughs> hey, we grab me a bottle of water, Bubba. Forever. Church, how do you? How do you? How you des- how do you decide whether you're going to do a country album or a rap album? I don't. I just do it. Like sometimes, like that's the thing. Like I could be in the studio one day with Stone, and I could make two country songs, and then a fucking two thousands rap song, and then something like Bonnie's in the Coop, and then I could sing some Elvis. My- that's how my brain works. My brain is, and you know I'm. In the studio, I'm really, really fast paced, and a lot of motherfuckers, I, I don't, I don't really get it, but they'll be like, "He's definitely on drugs." <laughs> and, and see, <laughs> it seems like now, if you have a big imagination, or if you have big crea- creativity or big ambitions for yourself, or if you're a workaholic, somehow now that is a bad thing, and people attach shit to it. They're like, "Oh, well, he's." He's not staying up for two days straight because he's stuck on a fucking idea for an album and he's going super hard and then wants to crash for 14 hours and then wake back up and get back on that vibe of that thing he was writing. They see it as he's doing nothing and, you know, he's snorting coke or whatever the fuck he's doing. But at the end of the day, bro, what you do, if it's it's there for people to see, whether they believe it or not, it's whatever. I got 17 motherfucking albums. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, hey, if it's drugs, bro, what kind of drugs is that? Because I think some other rappers need them. You ain't yeah. lying. <laughs> it's almost a decade in 17 albums. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Do you have a favorite out of your 17? Um, Yeah. At first, it was the Parachute album. And then when People's Champ came out, now it's People's Champ. But for it to be my favorite, it has to have my mama on it. If it ain't got my mama on it, it's not my favorite. Gotcha. 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 Man, you mentioned your mother. Like, how much influence and how much do your mother and how she raised you play a part in the man you are today? A big part. A big part on, you know, like, my mom been through a lot of shit, you know? My whole family has. But raising four crazy-ass redneck boys as a hippie ass mama that's gotta be rough bro you know what I'm saying 
Like there was times when, you know, uh, me and my mom have gotten screaming matches and, you know, yelled at each other and said shit we shouldn't have said. But at the end of the day, I swear, bro. And I'm not, I ain't no gangster, bro. But I will shoot somebody for my mama. I would 100% shoot somebody for my mama. Because she believed in me no matter what. Even if my song sounded like shit, she'd be like, that's good. You should keep going. You should keep going. And just always told me I could be whatever I wanted. And, bro, like, there's some things that, I mean, hey, they'll be for another interview. But I've visually seen things happen before they happen. Like, it's as crazy as it sounds, bro. Like, man, I've met artists before that I knew I was going to meet. And when I told people, hey, I'm going to meet this person, they're like, man, you ain't never going to meet that motherfucker. I'm like, yes, I am. I had a dream about it. I, it was one of those dreams that you're like, fuck, dude. When you wake up, you're like, shit, that wasn't real. But I have those all the time. And that's how I know certain things. And that's why I believe in myself so much is because I'm very spiritually connected and I didn't really get that way to the level I'm at now until I dropped the politics and shit, shit that we can't control. When I, when I stopped talking about politics and uh, the election and all this other shit, when I quit talking about all that and I got in my own head and learned who I was, I got more in touch with that. And that's what's driving me to the level I'm finna go to. And it's going to be a big ass level. You watch. You know what? I, I agree. I'm, I'm one of those guys, too. You're not going to really hear me talk too much about politics because I can't control that shit anyway. And, and it's so divisive. I always, me personally, try to focus on what I can change, what I can change, what effect I have on people. And the, man, I don't, I don't have the time of day. So I definitely admire you for negative understanding and controlling who you are and controlling your destiny and not allowing these yeah. to control you. I appreciate that, man. I, I and you know I'm not saying I'm not trying to like wrap up this shit or another. I'm having fucking I'm having a ball with you guys, but I do want to stop and say. And I told him the other day when I called him on Facetime, I like the fact that y'all work the way y'all do. I like the how y'all are different in uh, y'all's outlook on stuff and y'all's demeanor, and I like how y'all are unbiased. You know, even if it's like 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 for instance, like I know I watch everything, bro. I know he likes my rap better than he does my singing. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? There's, there, you know, <laughs> there's somebody else that, for whatever reason, likes to sing more than they do the rapping. And I told him yesterday, I was like, bro, what's wrong with the rap game right now is two things or three things. It's infiltrated by mainstream media. It's, um, it's too soft. People's feelings get hurt too easy. And everybody has too many yes men, bro. Agreed. No men, if you have a no men around you, you're going to you're going to level up faster, bro. You just yes. are. Yes, agreed. That leads me to this question. Thank you, sir. So, a few months back, church went online. Church is playing a little music in the background. And <laughs> I remember this video. And he coined a phrase that he probably should trademark called yeah. country rap money grab. Yeah, we use country it rap money grab, baby. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. What, in your opinion, what is the country rap money? First of all, let me let me rewind. 
You were playing an artist in the background. You played multiple artists in the background. Yeah, Which but one? I I'm not gonna call none of okay, those okay. names. <laughs> Damn, I didn't even catch that, bro. Who was it? <laughs> you don't know who you were playing? I I just bro, I'll be saying shit just because I feel it. I don't even care what's around, bro. Right. Hey man, listen. When we talked about that, oh, there was people in the chat saying who the artists were. We never said who the artists were. We knew who artists were playing. Right. And right. but in your opinion, what is the country rap money grab? Country rap money grab is motherfuckers that maybe wanted to be rappers, but don't feel they're good enough to be rappers. So they slide into the country shit. They put a cowboy hat on. They're around for about a year. They got one hit because they worried about money in their pocket and not what they're doing for the culture. Would you do a song with someone that you felt like was part of the country rap money grab? No. You would not? No. For no amount of money? Nope. Are there artists that you see and you're like, nope, that's country rap money grab. <laughs> oh, bro, I, bro, I have a little leather book over there. I write their names down and why. So no, I don't no. forget. I don't even want to ask. I don't, I want to ask, but I don't want to. I, no, I'm not going. I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going. I tell you this. I tell you this. If you thinking it's somebody, it's probably them. I can tell by the way we're talking about now about hip hop and shit. If you think it's them, it probably is. Will I tell you? Nah, because no, do gotta have my secrets. But if you think most more than likely, I feel like if you think it's somebody, it's gonna be them. But is it is it let, let me play devil's advocate? Is it not okay for them to be a money grab? Like they're getting paid I mean, for- if they I mean if they want to, but that's the thing. A battery, a battery only works if there's a negative and a positive. Right? You gotta have both. Because you know, maybe, maybe this person. Who's a country rap money grab? Probably ain't gonna be around as long as the person that ain't. But this person being the country rap money grab might have made the aggression to make this hit song from the motherfucker that cares about the culture more, or vice versa. This motherfucker who's a country rap money grab might have made a song that's just flat out fucking catchy that gets a lot more eyeballs to see this guy saying this shit. Right. So then I think it's a it's a win for the genre because if the industry is infiltrated or they're using these guys for the money grab quote unquote mm-hmm. then that makes us look good you know nothing makes it makes them look good temporarily but eventually more eyes will be bleeding past them to look at the entire genre like okay what else y'all got over there like right. who else is over here you know who yeah. else can we pull over here for this money grab like so i think it's a win-win for the genre yeah because if everybody in if everybody in music was an outlaw type person then how would you know who's an outlaw or even what an outlaw was. Right. You can't have a good guy without a bad guy or a bad guy without a good guy. 100%. Otherwise, people like Elvis and uh, fucking Waylon Jennings and all them wouldn't have stuck out. True. You know what I'm saying? That is true. That is true. And, And, bro, hey, to be real, to be real, you know, look at Elvis's career, dog. It's kind of the same shit. Bro, it's the same skeleton is what's going on right now with black culture and white culture. A white guy doing very other culture things. You're right. And people not knowing how to take it. It's the same shit. It's happening right now. Right now, history is repeating itself, which is why I say the things I say, because, bro, see, I just don't, I don't do things based off of 
what I think's good at that moment. Do I sometimes? Yeah. But a lot of the times I'm looking at old history from the forties, from the fifties, from the sixties. Did you know that one of the, one of the most, one of the, one of the characters, one of the, how do I say this? One of the influencers that really added something to country music was a black guy. The last name DeFord. Look him up. He brought a different flavor into country music that changed the way country music sounds. When do you hear about that? I want to call the wrong name. I want to say William DeFord, but I could be wrong. But see, look, look, he did that. Elvis did what he did. You see what's going on? Right. You see how fucking impactful that shit was? The same shit's going on right now, bro. Right now. In real time. DeFord Bailey. Yeah, DeFord Bailey. Okay. DeFord Bailey. Wow. That's dope. All right. So let's, I'm going to move. I'm trying to move through the life of, I'm trying to move through the life, but I don't want to miss anything. Bro, yeah, dude. Try, hey, you're straight, bro. Bro, I don't know the recording process. Look, look, look. Why, Terry, why are you doing that over there? I went through three alcoholic beverages. Here. <laughs> <laughs> if I, 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 oh, let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this. Siri, play Grey Goose. I'm kidding. <laughs> um. Okay, so I made a statement that you watched the statement, so I don't want it to get misconstrued. Okay. I did not say that your verse was a diss towards Adam. I said that your verse made me think of Adam's verse. Oh, okay. Because in in Adam's verse, he says, I'm the only white guy. I'm paraphrasing. I'm the only white guy on the black team. Mm -hmm. And then you made your verse made me think of that. I didn't think that your verse was a shot. It made me think of his verse. Oh yeah, like you said yesterday uh, when we were talking, that no, that has never been uttered by any white guys ever in, yes. in the history. There is no, not even <laughs> Eminem will stand up and say, "I'm the white guy on the black team." No, right. so to me, Adam said it, and then thirty days later, you made something that was in the same realm, and I respect the fact that y'all grabbed y'all sack and said, "Shit, we over here." Yeah, we ain't scared to say we over here. Matter of fact. If y'all want to come over here, get your bars up. Right. <laughs> exactly. Do I, when it comes to country rap, how do you feel about the bars of most of the people in the jump? Ooh, this might get you in trouble. Oh, this might man. Get you. Oh shit, no, bro. I think when people like, I think when people like Adam came in, and I've even told Adam this in my front yard. Like, it's good. Like, like there can't just be one person doing big shit. Look, look at hip hop. You know, there ain't just one hip hop artist doing big shit. There's fucking 10 of them. Right. Country rap's got to grow. Right now, right now, it's at the watering stage and it's growing. And now the limbs are starting to sprout. And those limbs are, you know, the Adam Calhoun's, the Demon Jones, you know, Mm -hmm. these people that. And the thing, the thing is, is motherfuckers can't be jealous, though. Like, like, like people that are up there, they can't be jealous of each other. They got to root for each other and they have to encourage each other. Like, it's good to say you're the best and you're the this and you're that because that's what you need to think. Right. 
to get to the next level, bro. Like you can't be like, oh, well, well, he, he said he was, he was the only big winner. He said, I'm like, bro, say that shit again. Right. Because the more, the more people that standing up and, and taking a stand and not only that, having talent and, and, and progressively getting better and better like a cow that just adds to the roster, bro. Mm-hmm. It just adds to the roster. Def Jam Vendetta, the video game, didn't have one character in it. Feel me? Mm-hmm. Well, the talent in country rap has definitely uh, grown so, uh, uh, like exponentially in the last two to three years. Mm-hmm. Like we used to hear like the basic rhymes, the stereotypical rhymes. Mm-hmm. In the last three years, and I'm and I'm gonna say that it's because of people like yourself, Cole Ford, throw a bar here or there. Um, Adam, Adam definitely comes, but his comes from a more East Coast type flow. But the lyrical content has grown now, and I think the genre is being more respected. And I think more people are trying different things of the younger generation, the people that are coming in. They're trying different things. It's getting harder to become. It's becoming harder to become a successful country rapper because in the begin, like in the early stages, it was easy because. How many country people was rapping about hay bales and John Deere greens, bro? Right. Hardly none. You know that's why in that one song I said, uh, "What's that? What's the one where it says, uh, oh, fuck? Hang on a second. They told me clean my act up, but your boy ain't no actor. I made it cool for hip hop stars to rap standing beside a tractor. <laughs> Way back in the day, I never dreamed I'd be all this until I seen a teenager in a truck bumping my shit." That's how that's that's how that's how that's how a kid from New York in the hood felt about 50. True. That's how, you know, so and so felt about a rapper somewhere else, you know, and and these powerhouses right now is the time. There's a reason why I did a fucking uh, feature with Boosie and and it it ain't because of what the other dude said. It was he because that one fucking cowboy dude was like, we all know he did that to reach a different demographic. Motherfucker, type in upchurch reactions and click upload date, motherfucker. Right. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. And and that's the thing, like, we have to realize right now, I feel like there's a whole generation of hip-hop artists that are being skipped over because of the country rap money grab. You feel me? Like, bro, what if there was an upchurch implies remix of Who Hotter Than Me? It hmm. links it along, bro. It links it along. I'm supposed to pay dues to the motherfuckers that was in my CD player because the motherfuckers that was in my CD player made me. And right. then I'm making artists now. Right. And it goes on and goes forth. So why wouldn't you give props to these motherfuckers that made you you to even drag them farther? Like maybe they could make money for a little bit longer instead of just shutting it off and being like, oh, oh well, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just a country guy. And 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 this image was made for me. Fuck that. Say you drove around listening to Plies and your Monte Carlo, motherfucker, because that's what you did. Right. Right. You think right, a lot I get, of guys I get are, heated, bro. You think a lot of these guys are embarrassed to say that they're country rap? What's that? You think a lot of guys are embarrassed to say that they are country rap? See, that's a, it's a it's a conflicting thing because right now it's such a term that is now. Look, you got back in the day. In Memphis, you know what I'm saying? You got country rap tunes and shit. Right. But but right now, you know, Pimp C and all that. But right, right, right. There's a there's a huge generation 
that don't know about that because that wasn't linked together. If it was linked together, it, there'd be a better understanding. Okay. You okay. Feel me? I, I feel you. I feel that. I feel that. All right. So and I like, want. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I didn't know. Go ahead, because I'm. I was finna. I was finna switch gears. No, you. You straight. I don't forgot. I got a brain like a squirrel. Okay. <laughs> now let's talk about. This is something me and Spain argue about. So you're finna have to settle this argument, and no mm. one better to settle this argument than. <clears throat> Oh, this one's going to be good right here. Okay. So right. I feel like, and I'm going I'm to say T.I. T.I. is my favorite rapper of all time. I love, I'm, 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 I'm glad you're using a jug because I do the same thing. My wife can stop telling me to stop using the jug. Church got a jug. Church jug gang, baby. <laughs> so, okay. T.I. is my favorite rapper. Oh, wait. Time out. Time out. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Is that Black Cherry Kool-Aid? No, this is... um. Damn it. Cranberry and raspberry. Mm. I'm finna go mix this up and make black cherry Kool-Aid. I just figured you're drinking the same thing. <laughs> nah, well, nah. you actually make Kool-Aid, church? What, do what? <laughs> Hell yeah. Hold on. Hold on. I'm finna test. I'm finna test your, your only your black cherry Kool-Aid, bro. Eight do cups you of sugar. sugar. Eight cups of sugar. And you measure your sugar. <laughs> huh? Do you measure the sugar when you put it in? I dumped that shit. <laughs> yes, no no damn. That's how you know you hey, you, you gotta put enough sugar in it to where when you lick your gums, it has that rough feeling on it. Yes. That should be wrong. That diabetes right there. All day. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so look, me and Spank argue about this all the time. All right. And we just want your opinion. You really can't settle an argument. Yes, he will. He'll he'll settle it. Okay, so. T.I. is my favorite rapper of all time. Not all right? mine, not mine though. Not mine. This, this is my story. Okay, all right, you go ahead. You go ahead. Now, and even though, and, and, and I'm biased, <laughs> I'm biased because I was part of, I was part of, I'm part of T.I.'s story. Oh. Like when he didn't have nothing. Yeah. 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 Mm. Um, um, Before Grand Hustle. Matter of fact, I'm going to name, I'm going to do some dropping so I can get my cloud up. Drop okay. it, bro. Drop your nuts. Drop your nuts, man. Go ahead. When you see the Grand Hustle logo that's used mm. today, mm. I created that logo. Damn, for real? Man, them fuckers paid me $100. Fuck them. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> but that's about all they had. That's about all they had at the time. He but, said, man, I thought you was a rubber band, man. <laughs> oh, you know oh, what's funny? Oh, 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 oh. oh, speaking of rubber band, man. Speaking of that one. <laughs> I created the rubber band. Back in the day, they had a mixtape, and the mixtape, I like, man, it'd be cool if we put a rubber band around the mixtape, and then people Ooh. will take the rubber band and put it on their arms. So there was, I don't like to say, man, these are struggle stories. They didn't have no money. So I went to Office Depot. I used to work there at the time, so I probably didn't pay for the shit. Um, <laughs> and I got a stamp made that said Grand Hustle Records. And I got a stamp made that said T.I. Trap Music. Mm. And I bought like 10,000 rubber bands. And me and Doug Peterson, who was the vice president of Grand Hustle and T.I.'s manager, we was just, I, I had a record store. Mm. And we were sitting in the record store all day, got them, and stamped rubber bands and put them on the fucking CD. So That's badass. So we go back. But my question is, so I'm going to use T.I. Say T.I., mm. right? Mm. Say T.I. found a... Young church, 
mm-hmm. right before any, and he thought the music was dope. Mm-hmm. And T.I. decided, I'm going to put Church on Grand Hustle Records. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's a good look for the genre of country rap? It depends on what the vibe is of both people. You're going to do church. You're not going to do T.I. You're going to do what church does, but T.I. is going to say, this is my guy, church. Let's welcome him to the world. You, 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 the stamp. It is the, the cosign. T.I. is stamping church. Not the church that we know today, but just say a young, just say a young Chase Matthew. Okay. Say Chase Matthew was on Grand Hustle Records. Do you think having an industry stamp like T.I., could help a country rap artist, or would that be a, like a country rap grab? No, bro, that that would help. It would Sir, help. Don't say, don't say that now. Don't say another <laughs> damn word. Think about it. If you eating meat, if you eat meatloaf, green beans, and mashed potatoes, and you got a glass of water, well, you might want a glass of sweet tea to make the dinner taste better. You feel me? Okay. I I can I get that one. It. That's the thing. Like. You need. I feel like you need people to do that, and you need people to not do that. You need both, because mm. you you need you need you need people to be at different mix levels. You know, like in the beginning. Look, in the beginning, it was it was in the beginning of country rap. It was a base meal. Now you got all this different shit. You got options now because of the different mix, like. Look at some of the beginning shit I made. Bro, some of the beginning shit I made was the same people that was doing Young Buck shit. And not a lot of people know that. Like, bro, the whole Outlaw music video, all black film crew, gangsta as fuck, <laughs> shot Outlaw with me and Luke Holmes. Damn. A, a lot of my first uh, songs was done by band play. Dude who does stuff with Dolph. You see what I'm saying? Look what it made. It made it made Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone has 111 million fucking views on YouTube. Mm. Like the mix, the mix changes things because it opens doors not to let you live in those rooms, but visit those rooms when you want to. If hip hop is a house, I want to be the motherfucker who is making the rooms as big as possible. So when the next generation moves in, they got all kinds of space. All I can say is thank you, sir. No, there's no thank you. He said both. So no. No, we guys, like, <laughs> you really let you really let oh, I love y'all. Y'all are funny as fuck, bro. Y'all you like really, two brothers you really, that are arguing over the bed. You really let his ass back in. I was rocking with you when I sat back, and then you went and double back and let him in. So we'll probably argue again about it. All right. Hollow boy records. Do what what is a what is a what is a hollow boy? I need to know what that is. What does that mean? That's the woods. Somebody from the holler. What's a holler though? A holler is like uh best way I can explain it is if you're driving down the road mm-hmm. and then uh there's a left turn and you bust that left turn and that motherfucker goes oh down the hill <laughs> right and it gets and it gets a little and it gets where you can't see the sunlight as much right it gets a little bit colder that's the holler it get it gets it's nighttime in the holler before it is nighttime up there okay okay I got you Okay, Hollow Boy Records. Mm-hmm. Um, first question is, what made you decide to launch a label? 
seeing somebody from the next town over that was an artist that believed in himself so much that he didn't care if anybody else believed in him. Oh, that sounds like you. Yep. Okay. That's, that's, why that, that's why there's only one person on my label. So what made you decide to sign a singer as opposed to a rapper? Even though I have co- I've mm. coined Chase Matthew as the Nate Dog of country rap. Oh, man, that question's hard to answer because I know what's in the future for Chase Matthews. Yeah, he been sleep, sleep, uh, um, what was the, what was the one that they did with the girls? What was the girls? Um, Broadway oh, girls. Pull up. Oh, Broadway girls. <laughs> he was almost rapping. Really? Uh, yeah, he, he was almost there with the, with the Nate Dog flow that you were talking about. Vic. Bro, he's so, got he, soul he, in his voice. Yes, without he a does. Doubt. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Speaking of Broadway girls, how do you feel about yours and Chase Broadway compared to Morgan and Dirk's Broadway? Because I think your Broadway was better. And I'm not saying that because you're here. We've done a Broadway girl special and we talked about your I watched record. it. Yeah, okay. Thank you. I said um, Jamie Ray's version was better. Yeah, you did. I did. I ain't seen it. All right, don't worry. You, you, it, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Man, I'm gonna be I'm gonna, I'm gonna be real with answering that question. I really ain't gave it too much thought because it's a spur of the moment thing we doing like in two hours. So we just kind of did it and fucking see that that's the thing. Like we don't bank on doing remixes. We just be doing that shit for fun. Mm-hmm. What we're doing that's original and what what we're thinking of and creating from the ground up. Is more important, so I really haven't gave him much thought, to be honest. Well, it was dope. I appreciate have, it, bro. Have you ever had a radio single? Uh, I've been played on the radio, but I don't, I don't, I haven't had a radio single. Is that a goal of yours to get something, whether it's singing or rapping? Mm-mm. No, not really on the radio because I like I like being not a part of the radio because it's going to be a big factor in my story in the end because. In the end, when when they're like, yo, this motherfucker got to this level. Look, like he this motherfucker's up there with the Jay-Z's and the Kanye's. He was right. never played on the radio. Right. That's a huge factor. They're like, what the fuck? He was never played on the radio, bro. Well, right. that sends me mixed feelings because we have re, we have goals of having our own radio station. Oh, no, 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 no. It depends on what radio it is. Okay. If it, okay. If, it, okay. If, it, if it's a if it's mainstream Nashville radio. Where you. they pay for these slots, and it, it ain't somebody like you who's like, "Hey, this sounds good. This should be on the radio." Right? They're they're thinking, "Hey, this makes sense to be on the radio." That's right. two different radio stations. Agree, agree, agree. So, do you think a country rap formatted radio station is necessary at this point, or is it too early? <clears throat> no, right now be perfect time, because right now, right now is. I feel the most important things are happening right now. As we're speaking right now, the most important things are happening. So like back in the day when Nashville first came on the radio or Nashville first started having their own radio station and it was 6.50 a.m. If that radio station wasn't there at that time to capture these sound waves in time, Mm -hmm. how would you know about it? Right. Some people wouldn't know about them, especially right now because 
look how independent artists are getting shut out and blocked and they don't want you to hear it because you know why because the way the mainstream mainstream radio not radio mainstream radio is they're fucking their self i have a lot of money right now dude agree why why would you want one and not the other you want to have these mainstream people that are cookie cutter and make money off of them okay cool but why don't you let the outlaw motherfuckers have their spot on the radio exactly how they are so you have the battery again the positive and the negative have you ever had any conversations with anybody in radio about why they haven't switched formats or what or is there, you, have you ever talked to anybody about possibly switching formats? See, I don't think anybody realizes how in-depth I think about music. Like mm-hmm. we're talking with you guys. Right. So a lot of people just see me on the internet being a crazy asshole. And they don't think I can have these conversations. When mm-hmm. really I have fucking thousands of visions for the future. But right. it's hard to get somebody to sit down with you right now. if if you ain't going to this party and pulling up in your limo and sucking somebody's ass, right? you know what I'm saying? You got to suck ass now to get heard. And I ain't sucking nobody's ass, but right. why don't you just let me in the conversation anyway? Y'all can suck y'all's own asses and let me say what I, I need to say, because maybe what I say or my idea, see, that's the thing. Like I'm not in the circle, so I'm going to have a different perspective. I'm going to have more of a perspective from, your regular everyday person rather than the person who's sitting in the meeting with 30 people trying to come up with an idea for one artist. Right. That's also what scares the shit out of them too. So like, you just gave another example of why you're the rebel you are. And you, well, it, why they, why ain't they embracing it? Were they crazy or something? It's not embrace. It's just because you have total control and they don't have control of you. That's the fear. That they don't know what direction you're going to go. They, and they can't control the narrative through you because you control your own narrative and you're your own person. That's but a, why, not, why not let them control them, me control me, and we mix our thoughts and feelings in general? I wish we could do that, but the industry doesn't work that way. The industry the wants to control. The industry is all about leverage. And if you're not giving them enough to leverage, then they will not play that part. That's just the industry. Put it, th- put it this way. If the music industry is an arm wrestling <clears throat> match and you got two guys holding hands, right? One's mainstream, one is independent. If the independent one starts getting you to where you're, your elbow's starting to hurt, right? You're like, God damn. Right. Are you going to let go? Be like, all right, you won. Or all right, you're stronger than me. Or are you going to let them fucking slam your arm down and break your fucking elbow? To where you can't arm wrestle for the next year. What I'm saying is, is right now is a time where if the mainstream was smart, they would re- they would really start embracing some of the top influencers and top dogs in in the independent world. Because if they don't, they're about to miss out on a huge part of history. Will you do it? Would you do it? I can't see Tom doing it. And I, I don't know Adam that well. We've had conversations, but I can't see Adam doing it either. Bro, I've I've sat down with some of the richest motherfuckers in the world that own the biggest record labels that found the biggest artists in the world. And they've asked me, like, what do you see? And 
And when I tell them, like, for instance, when I first started out, bro, everybody, they, they all was like, this ain't going to fucking work. Now look. <laughs> right. Now, now they're all trying to do the country rap thing. They just ain't got the formula right. It tastes like shit. Right. <laughs> it tastes right. better. It tastes better over here on the back road. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If the music industry was Kool-Aid, bro, theirs tastes tangy and shitty because they didn't put enough sugar in it. They measuring the cups of sugar. <laughs> yeah. It says one teaspoon. <laughs> exactly. And I'm using two packets, motherfucker, not one. Is there, is there any more plans for Olive Boy Records? We don't make plans. Okay. <laughs> we okay. don't make plans. Because... Uh, why why would I go search for an artist when I'm just looking for somebody who's going to catch my eye anyways? Right. I got you. I got you. If you catch my eye, that's how I know you're you going to make it. I ain't trying to make somebody make it. I'm trying to find somebody that believes they can make it. Has it, been a, they make it. has it been a second signing or you still just got just Chase right now? Just Chase, bro, and he's crushing it. Yeah, he is. Yeah, fucking is. 14 million on county line on YouTube on one video. Good God. 